look out over your dooryard and tell me, does this seem like fall to you? Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. We're far enough away from the colorful foliage of early fall and the flowers and verdant landscape of summer that we've all probably come to terms with winter being on the way, and with it, a much more bleak and dormant landscape. In November, I'm not used to it yet, so I somewhat desperately seek the sources of green where I can before snowfall. As an outdoor educator and main guide, I also take my students and sports to these places so we can all soak in the beauty of it together. One such adventure a few weeks ago had me crawling on the mossy forest floor with a group of women with the monthly Outdoor Women Lead outing group. Magnifying glasses in hand, we differentiated between different types of mosses and the world of non-vascular plants in an endless tiny world of green. But once snow comes, moss is harder to find. Fortunately, before the snow gets too deep, you can still find the little evergreen fronds of rock polypody ferns sticking up through the snow. If you listened to or read last week's topic on birch polypores, you might be able to guess some characteristics of rock polypody fern. Poly means many, and podi means feet. So polypody refers to the many feet, or rhizomes, that connect one fern frond to the next. You'll find this fern growing in mats on rocks due to that ability to spread easily with those horizontal underground stems called rhizomes. The fern frond itself gets no taller than about 10 inches and has waxy green leaflets with smooth edges and a flare at the base of each one. The underside of the leaflets may also reveal rows of round brownish dots called sori that contain spores. Like mosses and fungi, ferns reproduce with spores rather than seeds, and you'd think that similarity would unite these groups taxonomically, but it doesn't. Ferns and mosses are plants, while fungi are in an entirely different kingdom. And while ferns are vascular plants, which contain vessels that allow for the movement of water and nutrients throughout the plant, Mosses are non-vascular plants, lacking these vessels, meaning they behave like a sponge, absorbing what they need from their surroundings. When a fern spore lands on the right substrate, it will grow into a little green, ground-dwelling, heart-shaped plant containing reproductive structures. With the right amount of water, this gametophyte will get fertilized and grow into a sporophyte, which is what becomes what you would recognize as a fern. They begin as a fiddlehead or crozier, then unfurl into the fern frond. Some ferns produce spores on the undersides of their fronds, while others have specialized fronds that exclusively produce spores. And then the cycle begins again. Many species of ferns around the world yield many uses and interesting histories. From food to natural dyes and bedding stuffing to basket weaving, ferns, like all categories in nature, have endless offerings to discover. We've covered several of them in our show, including bracken, ostrich, and Christmas ferns, which you can search for on our blog to learn more about them. But where ostrich fern fiddleheads really shine as food in the spring, rock polypody and Christmas ferns shine this time of year for their evergreen qualities. People around the world have brought evergreens indoors around the winter solstice as a reminder of the rebirth and persistence of nature, even during the darkest days of the year. Rock polypody has also been used by indigenous people to support with easing stomach ailments, colds, and coughs, and is eaten by deer, turkey, and partridges. So the next time you're adventuring outside in a rocky place with ample glacial erratics, you could look for the perky little evergreen fronds of the rock polypody fern. 
Flip some of those fronds over to see whether it's in reproduction mode. These little ferns are wonderful reminders this time of year that life goes on even when it may seem to be at a seasonal standstill. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Have a nature question that you want us to answer in our show? Simply reach out to us. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. Phenology.